Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you want to learn how to quickly add two to three closings per month without cold calling, door knocking, open houses, or cutting your commissions? Of course you do. So do I. Whether you're a new agent or an experienced one, this webinar is for you. My top producer secrets webinar will give you the keys and the strategies to six or seven figures. I'm giving away all my secrets because it is my goal to help you become more successful. So sign up for this free training. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash top producer. That's kristamayshore.com slash top producer. Hey everyone, are you just as fired up as I am? It's Krista Mayshore here, and I have got a guest today that all of you should absolutely know. If you're a podcast listener, you absolutely know Pat Hyben, former owner of Real Estate Rockstars. Pat, how you doing? Good, Krista. How you doing? Great. We're so happy to have you. Thanks for being on here. Yeah, my pleasure. It's going to be fun. So everyone, I'm sure, is super excited to hear, first of all, um, is the news out that you've sold and and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, it was funny. I, I was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I told the person they, that I sold it, and she went and changed my Wikipedia. So it 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 showed it and linked her podcast, which is great for her, but I guess great for me as well, because uh, it made it super official. <laughs> <laughs> super official. I love it. So tell us now. So you sold it, um, and who purchased it? So David Osborne, uh, who's a big Keller Williams guy, he's one of the original uh, Keller Williams um, regional owners. He owns five Keller Williams regions uh, out of 32 of them. And um, and uh, Aaron Amuchastegui, who runs a company called Padhawk, which is a, a service that basically finds addresses of people continue, considering selling or that should be selling or might be going into foreclosure, something like that. It's called Pad Hawk. So together they bought it um, uh, with an LLC that they call um, FubaCast. So do you know what their intentions are? Are they going to still do the exact same thing that you did? Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, so what I did is I put it out for auction. Um, I had three offers on it and two of the other offers were from other real estate companies. So um, I think it was a defensive move in, in that sort of sense, right? They wanted to make sure another company didn't get it that competed against Keller Williams. Um, and also an offensive move in, in, in that they believe that they could um, uh, you know, make, do better than I did, uh, with regards to selling pad Hawk, um, and selling Rebus university, uh, what I was, my, and my means to an end was, you know, to sell university courses, which we sold a lot of, but at the same time the the company, you know, had overhead and, and it was always a struggle for me to, to have the profit, more than the overhead. So, uh, plus I had done 850 episodes and quite frankly, Krista, that's a lot. And I was just tired and wanted to do something different. 
Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. So you were terrible. You did a great job. I know um, real estate rock stars. If you're a real estate agent, you know about, you know who you are, you know about your podcast. I was on it. I've listened to so many of them and you did a great job. So I just want to commend you. Uh, I know how much work it is now that I have one. <laughs> and so um, I get it. So 850 episodes. So what are you doing now? So tell us, tell us what your mission is and then we can get into, um, you know, just, just what's made you so successful. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, right now, a lot of my focus um, is on GoBundance. It's a it's a it's a tribe of millionaires. And basically what GoBundance is, it's a mastermind. And, you know, me and a few friends started out uh, about six years ago, um, taping, taking epic adventures and talking about money and talking about wealth building and health and that sort of thing. And Eventually, over time, we started inviting more people, and then eventually, over time, we started charging money for people to hang out with us, so to speak, and now we have 225 members all over the world, and um, and we're a men's business fraternity mastermind. Uh, we have opened up a women's division, which has 36 members uh, as of today. Um and uh, and it's growing quite fast. We wrote a book called Tribe of Millionaires, and um, we have a website, of uh, course, a free plus shipping website that you well know about, which is uh, tribeofmillionaires.com. Great. So basically, it's a mastermind group. People pay. What does it cost to be even to get into that? What does it cost to be? Yeah. So it's seven grand a year uh, if your net worth is less than five million. If your net worth is over five million, we have a separate division where it is uh, fifteen grand a year. So you can decide whether you want to pay fifteen grand a year uh, as a higher end net worth. That's called Gabunich Champions. And then there's then there's the uh, 1 million to 5 million. Obviously you got to have a million dollars to join in the first place, but for if your net worth is between one and five, or you just choose to be in that group, it's seven grand a year. So here's what I want everyone to kind of think about, right? Is that Pat here is creating passive income and he's um, basically taken this built this community based upon people that are like-minded and the coolest thing is is what they do is they pretty much go on vacation they do these epic adventures they do things like scuba diving and crazy things that i probably would never do and then they brainstorm and mastermind and he's charging people for it so i want you to open up your your mindset right now and realize that there's a lot to be done in business and development it doesn't just need to be some cookie cutter right that, that's kind of what i'm getting from from you right now which i think is just awesome yeah, absolutely. It's it's stuff, it, you know, it's stuff I have fun doing anyways. You know what I mean? So, you know, I love talking about money. I've always loved talking about money. I've always loved talking about business and, and health and, and that sort of thing and, and self-improvement. So it's just me doing the same thing, but and hanging out with people that want to do the same thing, which is talk. You know, I think if we find each other, and I'm sure you're in this situation where you walk into a room at a party and, and you finally find one person at the party that can talk about business and money and, and, and exciting things. And you latch onto that person. And you're like, wow, yeah, let me just engage with this person because everybody else's conversation is superficial and they won't understand it. It's going to take too long for you to explain it. And you know what I mean? When you finally find someone that gets it at a high level, uh, it's cool. So, um, so we essentially have built that where it's very easy to go on our, on our like chat group, right. For members only and be like, Hey, you know, you know, I just sold this 
piece of property. I got $2 million. What should I do with it? Or what do you guys think of this or that? Or, you know, it's very simple to ask questions like that. And so it's, um, we love it and I have fun doing it. And every, everybody that's in the group has fun doing it. Yeah, that it sounds ab- totally fascinating. It's true too, because like I'm kind of a workaholic, I have to admit. Um, but for me, work is a, sort of a hobby, I guess, if that makes sense. And so I have best friends that I've had for years and years, but they don't get me and my like entrepreneurial type of mindset. And so when I go to a party, I like to talk about business and work and funnels and, you know, and they're just like, okay, boring. But when you're around other people that are <laughs> just like that, it's just so amazing because you'll, you know, you'll go in the whole time you'll talk business and that's what you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and you don't want to, and then you don't want to leave that party feeling like, Oh, Krista, all she does is talk about, you know, um, business or all she does is talk about money. You know, you want to leave feeling like you met somebody else that likes talking about that and you just kind of engaged with them. It was tit for tat, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's difficult to dumb yourself down uh, too much. I think, you know, we have to dumb ourselves down. I think for, for a lot of, of conversations we have, um, and and if you have an outlet where you don't have to do that, it's it's just, you know, just invigorating, I guess. Yeah. Well, they say, you know, look at the five, your, your five people that you surround yourself with the most and you're seeing yourself, right? And so the more that you can surround yourself with like-minded people that have the same goals and objectives that, you know, you're just going to keep on reaching, reaching higher. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a, probably like you going in the, you know, click funnels, uh, two comma club, uh, special dinner or whatever. You know, you probably just like feel like so massively energized and engaged from the moment you walk into that dinner room. You know, it's, it's the same sort of thing. Well, and it's so funny that you bring that up because, you know, I had been in various masterminds before and until I actually joined the click funnels mastermind, um, I was kind of stuck in my business. I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't improve. And so once I joined that, you know, that mastermind, because I was surrounded with like-minded people that quite frankly were a hell of a lot smarter than me and made a lot more money than I did. But very, very quickly, I was able to, based upon their knowledge and their skill set, you know, increase my business dramatically. So I'm all about that. And I think it's great that you are too. And I love that you actually now are like the founder of one. You're just so brilliant. I just feel like that. I think I was just really lucked out, you know, I just kind of you know, I never thought that we'd have 225 members. As a matter of fact, I was like, ah, just let everybody come for free. You know, I like meeting new people. But, you know, once we started getting like 12, 15 people coming on these trips with us, uh, um, uh, we I started thinking, well, maybe we should charge money for this. Um, and uh, it just kind of, the universe just kind of created it. You know what I mean? It just kind of happened as yeah. things do, you know? Yeah, I like it. Okay. So you, you know, you've been around some of the greatest minds in real estate. How long did you have your podcast for, Pat? Five years. Okay. So for five years, Pat has been interviewing top performers in the industry, whether it be real estate agents, lenders, coaches, title reps. I and mean, he's pretty much, if, if you're a complete bad A in the good sense, Pat interviewed you, all right? And so tell us a little bit about what you've learned. Maybe talk about some of the traits over time that you would say, and we, and, and please know, guys, we didn't rehearse this. I literally, Pat and I were on for 30 seconds before we hit go. And so he doesn't, you know, he's not expecting any of these questions. But 
for our listeners, you know, you've met all the great minds. What types of personality traits, skill sets, habits? Let's just start with 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 habits. Would you say are the great minds that are doing so well? What, what do they do differently than everyone else? And, and then this is in real estate sales. Any anything in in the real estate industry because we've got here we've got business professionals here real estate agents lenders it's kind of who our target audience is yeah well okay so let's start with agents and lenders right okay. so let's just start with the basic commissioned person um, you know it's really two words and those two words are follow up <laughs> follow up okay I love follow up okay. That's it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I interviewed 850 agents, right? And the, 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 at the end of the day, the, 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 one, the, the best agents, the most successful agents with the highest profit, right? And the, and the highest average sale price and the most consistent business were ones that had excellent follow-up skills that just, you know what I mean? That just got somebody or met somebody or knew of somebody that was going to turn into a seller and just followed up efficiently and effectively. And that's it. You know, it really boiled down to that one trait. So what does effectively and efficiently look like to you based upon what you've seen? Um, you know, staying, staying in their life so that they're top of mind, so that you're top of mind, so they don't use somebody else, so that they have to use you, you know, because Krista's the one that's, that they think of that's been calling them or, or Facebooking them or emailing them or whatever the case may be, texting them. Constantly. Okay. So follow up. Did everyone hear that? So ask yourself, rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. It's a new year. How was your follow-up last year and can it improve? Okay. Yeah, so- that's all you did. Like, like the one agent came on, she had sold 17 houses in six months, brand new agent. All she did was for, literally for four hours every day, she sent outgoing texts. I mean, that is what she did, right? Like if you're going to work eight hours, right? You're going to work anyways. You're going to work eight to 10 hours. Why wouldn't like half of those hours be doing some sort of aggressive follow-up? Mm-hmm. And what about prospecting? So, you know, I just hired a new business coach and she said, there's, she gave me four things that, you know, in business you need to do. And the first thing she said was prospecting. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's the same thing, right? I mean, pros- prospecting, you're, you're, you're kind of looking for someone to follow up with, I guess. Yes. Okay. So you guys heard it. Prospecting slash follow up, follow up to prospecting, prospecting, the number one um, activity that you can do. Now let's talk about tr- personality trait, like or something that you see in it. What was like one of the main kind of personality traits, and do you think that that can be can be taught or trained? Yeah, that's great. Like the DNA of a successful person. Yes. Can it be taught or trained? Yeah, that's, you know, a lot of times I say, you know, it's not nurture, it's nature. Like I have, I'm from a family of five kids, right? I'm, 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 I'm compared to them. My net worth is a lot higher than the other four. Um, I was just born different, right? I was always different. I always felt I always felt like I, I, uh, certain things were important to me that didn't seem important to my siblings, and and nothing against my siblings. Or, you know, they're great, great, awesome people. Um, and the same thing could be said of you know friends, right? Um, 
I think I had it in my D I think I had it in my DNA and then I, I, I was taught how to do it more effectively or how to do it the right way. Like it was just like selling real estate. Like, like my first couple of years in real estate, I survived, but I wasn't doing it right. I was focusing on buyers rather than listings. And once I started focusing on listings, you know, I became 10 times more successful, a hundred times more successful. So, um, so that was nurture, right? That was a learned behavior. Yet at the same time, I was, I was the, my DNA was the right surfboard so that when, when the wave hit or when I learned where to go catch the wave, I was able to stay on the wave. I, I don't, so I, I, you know, I think it's both really, I would have to argue that it's both. I think some people just don't have it. I think, I think it's a problem now, actually. Um, you know, you have all these shows like Shark Tank and all this stuff and it makes everybody want to be an entrepreneur and it makes everybody want to be, have ingenuity where they're going to create something. And next thing you know, they're going to be a billionaire and, uh, I, I don't think that many people actually have the DNA to do it. Wow. So you think a lot of it has to just do it. So basically they have a different type of desire. You think you've, you've, you've seen it from what I'm mean, hearing you right or wrong, but it seems like genetically they were, they're kind of built a little, little differently. They want different things. They, they think differently. Yeah. They're hungrier. They're hungrier. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm the same, you know, it's, but think about you and I, you're very successful. I'm very successful. And our personality types are completely different, right? I mean, I'm like kind of spazzy and hyper and super energetic and you're a little bit more chill, you know? So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be that way. It's just a matter of having that intrinsic motivation and drive to be more, do more. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it's, um, I don't know if it's a personality trait other than it is, uh, like an internal desire, you know, to want it. You know what I mean? Like I always met, and I know people to this day that like they want to be successful, but they just don't seem to like money. (laughs) A lot of people have a fear of money. They do. And they don't really, and they have a fear of success and they don't feel deserving of it. I mean, I think getting past that with people is just a huge thing because we were, a lot of us were taught you know, God, you got to work so hard for money. And and if money doesn't come easily, it doesn't grow on trees. And I think that really actually hurts people. Whereas for me, I'm like, money comes easily and frequently from increasing, increasing quantities through multiple avenues. Like I say that to myself every single day, right? So that I can continue to have the universe bring me more of it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like I was giving advice to somebody the other day and I was like, you're not greedy enough. And this isn't, and greed is, you know, a negative term, but I was trying to get across succinctly to them um, what was missing, you know, and the only word that came to mind was greed. It was like, the, the, you need to ask for more profit. You need to, ask, you need to be okay with winning more. You know what I mean? And, 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 and what I was seeing in them and they were asking me for advice was for years, they've been kind, overly kind to other people at their companies and underly kind to their own self, you know, to their, de- to their detriment. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. reading at the book um, this morning with Grant Cardone, be obsessed or be average. And he, this, he said, the statistic is, 
between uh, 62 and 76%, give or take, but I think it was between 62 and 76% of all U.S. Americans, of all Americans, are living um, like paycheck to paycheck, where they just barely make it. I mean, that's that's almost, you know, two-thirds of people, right, are, are living paycheck to paycheck because of this mentality. You know, it's just so sad to me. It definitely is the way of the world. I mean, it's it's definitely, yeah, people don't save money. They don't, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, they don't, it just, it's just the way. It just, you just see it over and over again, right? You see it over and over again. It's almost like the middle class is getting smaller and smaller. So you're either getting you know, more poor or people are just making massive amounts of money. And, you know, for me, it isn't just all about money, but I think when I think about money, I think about just living an abundant life. And the more money that you have, the more that you can give and you can help and you can pay it forward and be a, a philanthropist. So for me, making money is a, that's a huge part about it for me. Yeah. Money's kind of a scoreboard, right? You know, I don't know if you ever really will have enough, right? I mean, you have, Three million, you want to go to four. You have you have twenty million, you want to go to twenty five. You have two hundred million. You know, I mean, it, it's, it, but it's a scoreboard. And then, and at some point, you, you know, you have to decide. You know, how much is enough, and how much do I feel like playing the game? Um, but, but money is really the scoreboard. That's all it is. You know. And it does allow you, like it. They say, oh, well, money doesn't buy happiness, but it, it certainly makes life a lot easier and and can buy you know you know an ease or ability to solve problems really fast which should lower your stress you know mm-hmm. and anxiety right gotcha I, I i'd much rather be stressed with having money than not <laughs> I think it's an easy right you know <laughs> think of all the problems you could solve you're like people are like freaking out over this little thing and say shit i'll pay that for you or i'll you know i'll you know don't worry about it we'll just write it off. You know, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Gotcha. I got the money, you know, I, I get it. I get, it. I love it. So, um, what else? I mean, what else have you learned over, over the years? You're a really successful guy. And I really want you to, you know, what kind of tips, tricks, advice can you give people listening right now so that they can get, they can have more money. They can have more abundance. What would you say if someone was listening and said, Pat, you know, I'm, I'm a newbie. I, I have no money. I'm struggling right now. Uh, what would you, what would your advice be? I, I, it kind of goes back to what you said earlier, you know, be obsessed or be average. I think I kind of like that statement. I mean, like, I, I think there's a time in your life where you want to be obsessed. I don't know if you want to be obsessed and I'm kind of going through this transition now. Like, I don't know if you want to be obsessed at a certain age, but I think that you, at, at some point in your life, you want to be obsessed. Like, like at some, at, at some chapter of your life, you need to be obsessed uh, if you want to get ahead and, um, there were certainly, a, you know, you know, I guess with anything, right. It's just, you could call it obsession, but you could also call it passion, you know? Um, so, you know, um, I, and, and then some more lessons, I guess, you know, it seems like the recurring theme of what I tell people a lot everything in life is slow, especially nowadays, people expect everything so damn fast, you know, getting rich is a slow process, you know, building wealth is a slow process. It's like building health, right? If you're a hundred pounds overweight, you can't drop a hundred pounds in a day, you know, um, 
and you didn't gain the hundred pounds in a day. So it's a slow process. It's like working out every day. It's like saving a hundred dollars every day or $10 every day. It's a slow process, right? You just have to, you have to realize that going in and plan for the slow process, plan it out, you know, as if it is a slow process. I couldn't agree with you more. So with these agents, lenders, you know, people in the industry that, that have been mega successful, um, have you, you know, they didn't all start out that way, right? They didn't start out that way. So what are some of the, you know, the, the common themes that you've seen with, with agents or lenders or, or just whoever you interview that maybe, um, they, they don't just have a big break, right? So can you kind of elaborate on that? If I'm, if I'm making sense as far as the question I'm asking. Yeah. Um, I guess number, I guess it goes back to like what happened with me, right. As a real estate agent, like I spent three years, I made, you know, very little money. And then I figured out how to do it right. Cause I got trained correctly. And then all of a sudden, you know, I started making tons of money and, um, and, and, and every year I would go to seminars and read books and, and do things that where I would learn to get better and better and better. And I think it's the same way, right. It's uh, you just have to, you just have to put yourself going in the right direction, become obsessed with continuing to move the needle forward a little bit at a time and learn from people with track records, meaning learn from people that have, have gone there before success leaves clues. So find people that are doing it on a high level and just emulate them. There's no, no need to reinvent the wheel, right? Just copy people. I've always copied people. And I have no problem copying somebody. You know what I mean? Yes. Give, putting yourself in front of the right people, the right coaches, the right mentors. Um, I, you know, I, I believe in this. People say that money is so important, but I believe time is because once time is gone, you can never get it back. So I like to what I call collapse time frames. I learned that from one of my mentors, Myron Golden. And, you know, if you can collapse time frames and make, make things happen shorter, right? Like you ask what is a million dollars, a lot of money. And most people will say, yes, but my question is, well, how long did it take you to get a million dollars? Made a million dollars in a year. That's probably a lot of money. If it takes you 10 or 20, not so much. Right. But if you can collapse time frames and, and once you can do that, money can start working for you to get things to happen faster because people that that's where the rich become richer because they have the money to make things happen faster. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, uh, it's so, so important. Okay. Um, man, this is, I really feel honored to be able, being able to interview you today because you have just been in front of some of the, you know, best minds in the real estate and professional industry. Um, what else can you tell us? You know, you've got, you've got so much knowledge, Pat. I just want to just continue to pick your brain. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I mean, um, I think that, you know, a huge part of my success has been investing. I think that it's important for people to invest their money, um, you know, and in, invest in many different things as you can. Currently, I have about 49 um, uh, streams of horizontal income, which is income that comes sideways, whether it be a rental property that pays me, you know, rent every month or an apartment building or a shopping center or, um, you know, a book, intellectual property, you know, pays me sideways, um, profit sharing, uh, you know, uh, dividends from companies, things like that paying me sideways so that I don't have to trade time for money, right? I don't have to wake up and, you know, do something 
to pay the bills, right? My bills are paid. And I, I think that a lot of people, you know, they're, they're only thinking about their vertical income. How can they make money trading it for time? And if you start thinking in horizontal lines versus vertical lines, um, it, it, it's made a big difference in my life. You know, I don't, you know, and 2020 is going to be an interesting year for me because I'm going to do less and less. Ver- I mean, I'm ver- basically going to be zero vertical income. The only vertical job that I really had was doing the podcast. And, and so now that that's gone, um, I have no, absolutely no vertical jobs. Every, everything, every dollar that I get is a, is a horizontal line. So. Meaning, and I'm just, and he pretty much said it, but meaning he's money is coming to him more residual now, right? It's just, it's coming to him no matter what, without him have to actually do anything. And I think that's a great point is think about ways that, that you can do that. Right. And sometimes our, our brains get to be so, you know, we're just laser focused on one thing and we don't open our minds up to more possibility. And so that, that's great. So how did you start investing in real estate? How, what advice would you do to someone that says, well, I have no money. How am I going to invest? Yeah, that's great. I mean, like literally like I, you know, I was talking to my daughter the other day, she's 23. And I said, I bought my first house when I was your age, 23. And she was like, wow, that's kind of out there in her thought range, you know? And I was like, well, I'd like you to own a house, you know, definitely before you're 30. Um, But by the time I was 25, I had two houses. And then by the time I was 26, I had three houses. You know what I mean? I like, I, I, I think you start out by buying, you just do it. Right. It's like, like um, there's a joke that's going around. It's a book called, you know, think and grow rich. And um, there's a new book coming out called don't think and grow rich. And that, and basically what that means is, you know, just do it. Like just buy a house, just buy something and rent it out. Like too many people think too much about how they should make their first investment. And um and so, you know, just, I just did it. I just started buying, buy, buy something small, buy something you can control, buy something that if it sits empty for six months, you're not going to, you know, lose your life savings um, and just start running it out and learning that and doing it again and doing it again. And then eventually, you know, just like Monopoly, you take the little green houses, you bundle them up, you sell them, and then you buy a big red hotel. And that's essentially what I did, you know, um, you know, to buy bigger things. I still own some greenhouses, but most of my stuff is bigger red hotels. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and that's, that's, that's my advice. You know, you got to start somewhere. You got to, you got to start small and just buy and buy and it becomes easier and easier and easier. You know, don't go out and buy a hundred houses today, right? Don't go out and make some massive investment today. Just diversify it put some here some here some here one here one house here and then wait six months and another house here then wait six months whatever plenty of areas in the you know that people can buy in that are very very affordable that you know needs little money down right and um i mean there's some places that you can get homes for you know 40 50 000, maybe not in the best neighborhood or the best area but it's doable. So just start people are so you know everyone says ready aim fire people are so they're always they're ready and they're aiming, and but they never fire because they, they're trying to wait for things to be too perfect. So just fire everyone, as he said, just do it. I love that. Don't don't think and grow rich. <laughs> That's funny. Don't yeah. think, just do. 
Exactly. You know, that's that that's the key, right? Just invest. And if it, if it makes you nervous and invest in, in, in something else, I mean, I can't knock the stock market either. I was looking at a friend of mine called me the other day. It was like, shit, Pat. He was like, the stock market's gone up four and a half times in the last 10 years. If we took all our money and cashed it out and put it in the stock market 10 years ago, it would be worth four and a half times. Have you made that much in real estate? And the answer is no. And I'm like, well, you know, gosh, we could have done nothing for the last decade. Now that's a really, really weird decade uh, of, of gains for the stock market. It's never happened before. But at the same time, I guess the point is, you know, if we'd have done that, uh, it would at least have been doing something. It would at least have been saving money and putting it somewhere for it to grow and watching it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, we're just about at the end here. So what, um, I always ask everyone if you could just give one simple piece of advice, um, whether it be from you or based upon your, your vast knowledge from interviewing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of agents, lenders and professionals, what would that be? for our listeners to just have the most abundant life ever. Hmm. Um, you know, sit in a corner and do what you're told would be the advice. You know, a lot of people just don't, they just don't do. This is why most real estate agents fail because they don't do what, what their manager or what the, the broker or the, the, the person in the front of the room tells them to do or the coach or the podcast or whatever. They listen to a podcast and it'll be like an agent there selling tons of homes, saving tons of money, telling them, this is what I do on a daily basis, yet they start the new year, 2020, and they don't do any of that stuff, right? So the, the advice would be just sit in the corner and do what you're told. That's what I did. You know, somebody told me, hey, sit there and cold call these streets until you get an appointment to go look at somebody's houses. And I just did it. You have to be naive you have to be autonomous where you're like a robot um and you have to just you know not be connected to the outcome right not you know just not care and just do what you're told guaranteed you know there's there's tons of real estate coaches out there you being one of them and 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 they're all right the reason that why agents don't succeed or lenders or insurance brokers don't succeed is because they don't listen to what the coach is saying and they don't do it. You know, they don't follow the model, so to speak. So that one piece of advice, that's it. I love that. So the funniest thing is I always end my podcast saying, it's great to learn, but you got to implement. So you pretty much just <laughs> said what I say at the end of every podcast. But let me just say one more thing with that. When you make sure the person that's telling you to do it actually has a proven track record that they have done it or they've been yeah, able to right. help other people do it, right? Right, and that other people are doing it too in other parts of the country. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Pat, it's been so great to have you. I'm so happy to see your success. I know people are, are missing you and and uh, and seeing, but you've got your book that's come out. You're one of the co-authors in that, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, tribeofmillionaires.com, guys. Just go to tribeofmillionaires.com and get a free book. You can go to Amazon and pay 20 bucks, or you go to tribeofmillionaires.com. It's seven bucks for shipping. Um, it's a done deal. I highly recommend it. We've sold, you know, probably 4,000 copies already. So uh, please read. It's a great read. Great. So if you want more of Pat Hive, which I'm sure you do, or you wouldn't be listening to this, go and get his book, Tribe of Millionaires. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com. Pat, thank you so much. You've been 
amazing. I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man making all your residual income money. And, uh, <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening and of course you are, remember it's great to listen and learn, but if you don't implement, nothing happens. Make it a great day, everyone. And thanks so much for giving me a little piece of your time. Hey, did you know I have a YouTube channel? If you love my podcast, you'll love my YouTube page. I have over 200 informative videos that are free, of course. Think of my YouTube page as a bigger and super informative version just like my podcast. And you'll get to know me even better because you can actually see me. Please don't forget to subscribe while you are on my page. To visit my page, just visit youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. That's youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. Or simply search my name, Krista Mayshore.